I am at the STC Summit talking with Kirsty Taylor. And Kirsty uh, has come all the way from Australia, but she's been here many times before. So, uh, and there's a special reason that I'm interviewing Kirsty. Uh, but first, Kirsty, tell us a little bit about just kind of where you're from and why you came to the conference. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm from Brisbane, Australia, which is one of the major cities along the east coast of Australia, and I've been working in technical communication for the last 10 years. Uh, I first came to the STC Summit in 2002 to the Nashville conference, and it was just so eye-opening that I guess I've become a bit of a conference junkie since then. The uh, scope of the profession over here is just so much larger. You know, the US has has 10 times the population of what Australia does. So just the number of different sessions, it's really exciting and interesting to hear uh, all the different speakers and hearing about new technologies, new tools, different ideas, different methodologies. And um, when I had the opportunity to come to this year's conference and and speak at the conference, I, I jumped at the chance. So as well as coming to Atlanta and seeing a new location, that was a lot of fun too. So the reason that I wanted to interview Kirsty is because, well, she's presenting here on a cool topic about collaborating around the world, but uh, she is more of a follower of my wife's blog, much more than my own. In fact, she brought gifts to bring back to my wife and children. Um, and, and my wife's blog is whataboutmomblog.com. And I'm curious to know what your perspective is about why some blogs have have loyal followers, whereas other blogs just kind of have people who subscribe to keep updated, but they're not really, you know, like devotees of the, the, the blogger. Um, well, I guess for me, well, Tom, you actually introduced me to your wife's blog because it was your description in your about you on your blog when you talked about your cool blogger wife and provided a link to her blog. That That's how I found out about her blog. I, I stumbled upon it that way. And I guess I really enjoy uh, Jane's blog because her writing style, um, although we're, we're very different women, we're both mothers, but I work full-time, my husband works full-time, so my daughter's in childcare, we're in a different scenario. Jane is a full-time caregiver to your children, and and so she has a whole world of experiences that, while I can relate to some of them from the time I spent at home with my daughter, you know, I, I can't relate to all of them, you know, what it's like being at home with a two-year-old and a four-year-old or, or whatever, um, but... It's still fun to hear about it and to know how an an intellectual, interesting, witty woman is dealing with her life and so committed and focused to her children and and she just shares that in her blog and I, I guess it, it just really speaks to my heart even though, uh, and I read it because it's not about my same exact scenario and situation and I see the points of commonality to my life and the points of difference and go, oh, well, that's how... You know, maybe I'd be a bit like that. Maybe I'd be a bit different. And and it really, I guess, Jane's blog makes me reflect on my life, choices I make. Sometimes, you know, whether they should be the right choices, you know, maybe they're the right choices for me. They're not the right choices for other people. And I think it's just uh, a lot of it is probably just really speaking to my heart. And and following a blog like Jane's is um, so much more about, I guess, my life, whereas following your blog is much more about my profession which is definitely a part of my life but bringing in in 
Jane's blog, yeah, it, I, I, it really comes down to how it speaks to my heart. And for me, I don't follow blogs through like RSS feeds and I don't sign up to any blogs to follow them and have new updates sent to me or any kind of thing. So mainly for like, say, your blog or Jane's blog, I see your Twitter updates when you maybe send out a, a Twitter and tweet about a new post that's when I'll find out about it or because I, I will literally go and I have a handful of blogs that I check every, at least every two days, pretty much. <laughs> so, so in order to write a blog, to create a blog that really speaks to the audience, that pulls them in, um, do you have to be really transparent? I know Jane is very transparent on her blog. I'm not nearly as transparent. Do you, uh, and by transparent, I mean just more revealing of your thoughts, experiences, and things like that is that important or is that not really the key I think that's probably a key with with Jane's blog and what she's blogging about because she's she's really blogging about her life she's not just blogging about her family or her children or being a stay-at-home mother and and care provider she's pro- blogging about all those aspects and all of her life you know I think you're probably being authentic but you're not necessarily talking about personal stuff you're talking about professional stuff and occasionally you'll have posts that you know have some photos of your children or, or that kind of thing but generally you're focused on your professional world whereas I guess in, in a way for for Jane being a stay-at-home mum it's it, her her life is her professional world um, but I think I, I do think you have to be revealing but in an authentic way and I know there's still probably lots of things that don't go on either of your blogs that you know you're either pre- protecting certain elements of your family life your children's lives and those sorts of things you know I, and I don't think you want to I wouldn't want to be reading the blog if there was, you know, every little last detail about your whole intricacies, you know. <laughs> I don't want a gossip magazine. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, it, revealing for authenticity and, and so it's not kind of like, well, I'm, a, I'm some superstar or super person and I can only tell you this little bit about my world. I, I think you, the way your wife blogs is really very authentic and revealing in, a, in an appropriate manner. Um, that's interesting revealing in an appropriate manner I think I think that's a, a good way to phrase it and it's something I struggle with more because a lot of my life is at my job during the day right and if I try to reveal um, some experiences I have to do it in, a, in an appropriate manner but that often results in being very vague general and not really being that detailed what do you What's the solution for people who are company bloggers and they're trying to be more authentic without violating company privacy? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I, I think it's very hard. If you're blogging about like uh, situations that have happened at work, uh, something that occurs to me is I almost wonder, you know, if, if there was some particular, you know, uh, contentious issue between two tech writers at work the other day and, and you want to bring that to your blog, I wonder whether maybe if you leave that for six months, kind of write a note about it, write a draft post, leave it for six months, put some time between it so you're in, you ensure there's any emotion is pulled out of that and then kind of maybe bring it up a long time down the track um, because you, I guess for you, you could you would also presumably have your colleagues are, are reading your blog and you, you, know, you don't want to go home and go, oh, someone was... was did something silly and I really thought that was crazy today and they might think well no I thought that was a perfectly valid thing to do and you don't want to create an argument through your blog Um, so that might be one way where you can blog about work-related issues where colleagues are going to read about that but you can put some distance there 
Um, yeah, I, I think distance is really key because sometimes you may be I may be really upset and I'll write in a certain mood and then later wake up and regret that, right? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> sometimes people want to do things anonymously, like they want to blog anonymously, they want to Twitter anonymously. Uh, and actually, Jane is a pseudonym, right? And and she uses pseudonyms for her children, or our children. <laughs> um, I guess I've been here too long now. Uh, so what is, does that detract from authenticity, the use of pseudonyms, fake names? Um, I don't think so. I guess I, I do understand that... Uh, that stance. It was something I, that didn't occur to me when I started my daughter's blog because for me the prime audience for my daughter's blog are family and friends and if any strangers happen upon it, well good luck to them but I don't think my blog is all that interesting or anywhere near as interesting as Jane's for someone, some stranger to keep, a, keep an eye on it. Um, so I hadn't even considered until uh, I read something on Jane's blog uh, about giving my daughter a pseudonym. That hadn't occurred to me. Um, I guess for me living in the internet world I'm to a point fairly open with my personal identity on the internet though I, I know there have been times when I've commented on posts on Jane's blog and I, I have hidden my identity but a lot of that is I often have a link back to my daughter's blog and there might be some things I'm I'm talking about in response to her articles that are uh, personal things about me and my life that I don't want to hook, get hooked back to my daughter at this stage in her life and she can find out from me at some later point when it's appropriate to share details. So I guess, you know, in some sense I have done some anonymous things, um, but that's more commenting on other people's blogs. Uh, having a, having an anonymous blog, I mean, you know, it would probably serve some purposes, but I think that would be almost like those anonymous columns in newspapers where people are telling business secrets and, oh, who was that famous person spotted sneaking out of this house at 2am in the morning? Or, you know, the, it maybe serves some purpose but I think pseudonyms I understand anonymous I I haven't I guess I haven't come across too many anonymous blogs so okay now I have a very a question that's very interesting to me so uh, for people who aren't familiar on whataboutmomblog.com she uses pseudonyms Jane is is my wife's pseudonym Dick is my pseudonym Sally Spot Oh my gosh, I forgot. Sarah, Susan. <laughs> Mental blank. So my question is, now that you have met me in person, do I differ from my wife's portrayal of me on her blog? Well, I guess that's a bit unfair because I I knew, not well, I didn't know you, but I knew of you because of your blog first. And I knew of, you know, Tom Johnson with his podcasts and, and you know, I'd had people back in Brisbane in Australia raving to me about your podcasts like a year ago, um, well before I found Jane's blog. Um, I think, I don't think you're any different. I guess a lot of what Jane talks about on her blog is is more related around the home life and family life (laughs) rather than, you know, because she's not sitting there at work with you, so she's not commenting on your your professional life. So I, I... I guess I read about it, and I, to me, I read it in the context of a wife talking about her husband, yeah. a, a, a woman talking about her partner, yeah. the father of her children, not the, oh, well, you know, I'm adding these mental notes to, to Tom's personality <laughs> that is, is going to make me think more or less or differently of him when he's speaking in a professional context. I think it 
maybe rounds out some ideas of what you are as a human outside of your professional context. But uh, I, I try not to kind of take on board and go, oh, well, you know, Jane got really upset with Tom because he, you know, videoed her that time when she was yelling at the computer. And I, I, I try not, you know, yeah. I, I guess I'm not involved in your lives in a, in a real day-to-day sense. So that would be a bit stalkerish for me to start building <laughs> true pictures of you. Oh, that's that's cool. That, and that's a really good response. I, well, if, if you had seen me walking around downtown, you'd probably note that I couldn't tell north from south, from east and west. And figure out where the hotel is and so forth but uh which she she's always bringing to attention that i get lost and have no sense of direction so uh, let's turn this back to the conference with one final question um you, you, you've been coming to these summits for the last several years right and uh tell me why you keep coming back what is the core thing that draws you oh the core thing probably it, it is the content of the sessions, but uh, and a more real aspect for me in the last couple of years is actually meeting people. So it's having the opportunity to meet people who I interact with in digitally through Twitter, through email lists, through forums, through these kind of, you know, artificial means to actually meet them and develop a real relationship. There's been so many people I've, I've been able to meet this time around who I only know through Twitter. In pre- you know, this year more so than any other year. Other years I, I've been able to meet people I know from the author at users list or things like that. But this year with meeting so many more Twitter people, that's been really interesting because we've developed probably a much more casual personal relationship through Twitter than what you might develop a sense of someone through an email list. So people, people and, and networking and finding out, okay, and, and getting a real picture of, okay, that, that's who that Tom Johnson is and that's who that Felice Banner is or yeah. whoever. It's interesting just to draw the connection. I mean, you were talking about how the personal aspect of blogs is what appeals and and people who are revealing appropriately, right? And that's kind of a similar appeal to the conference is the people aspect and the personal interaction with those people. So, hey, um, Kirsty, thanks for talking with me. And is there any last thing you want to say? Or is it good? Okay. Good. <laughs> I think we're good. Thank you, Tom. All right, thanks.